This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is the Migs cast, and I am Steve Migs here with the Reverend Fuego. Hi, Glenn Cannon. Hello there. It's good to see you boys. Nice yeah. to see you too, man. Yeah, yeah. Here we are. The sun's out. It's cold as f, but sun's out, guns out. We're not freezing like in other states. That's a good thing. Oh, really? I mean, you also grew up on the East Coast. You remember those? Oh, uh, I've talked to my the- mom. It's been down around zero in Maryland now. Zero. I think for- yeah, and that's without the wind. Chill. I was about to say that. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. when when the wind blows, it's negative twelve, kind of thing. Oh. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. miss that at all. Dude, I mentioned that on the morning show. I was like, when I went to college in upstate New York, which is even colder than down in the regular part of New, the regular part of New York, as a city <laughs> folk will say. Man, it was like negative thirty some winters. Yeah. No, 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 no. With the wind negative chill, thirty. What the hell do With you the wind do? Chill. You don't do anything. You smoke a lot of pot and don't leave your room. Yeah. Oh my god! You, you just stay inside. Or do man. some mushrooms yeah. and decide not to leave the the uh, dorm room. I remember I, I spent a very short time in Wisconsin. Very short time because yeah. it was the summertime, hot, sweaty as balls, like tornado warnings, all this stuff. And I was like, the summers here are miserable. And they're like, oh yeah, the winters are horrifying as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I got that. F out of there yeah, during dude. the summer. I was like, I'm not dealing with this. I'm not well, dealing with uh, any of this. The Northeast. But April's fun. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the Northeast, you, spring and fall are tolerable, but yeah, winter and summer are are brutal. I yeah. mean, really, like, you know, Western Maryland summer is like 102 with 100% humidity. Gross. It's, it's brutal, man. When people are like, I like to play somewhere where there's four seasons, I'm like, F that. I want one and a half seasons. I, I want, love it here, Washington's man. Washington's awesome because it's always just teetering on 50 degrees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Fine. Like Fall. San Diego is seasonless. As I it's like seventy and breezy always. I would yeah. take San Diego so weather forever. If I leave <laughs> Seattle, which yeah. I don't think I ever will, because I love, right. love, love this city. I love this town. But if I had to go somewhere, yep, San Diego. That's my number one pick. You know, yeah. and, and it's like why? Let's take Bruiser Brody and the, move. Yeah, the c- because the there are no seasons. Yes. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, seventy-ish. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid. I was like, you know, obviously I like the Padres. Not obviously, like everyone knows my life story. God, Steve. I mean, like everybody knows that I was a Padres fan because of Steve Garvey. Right. And when he became a, a Padre, that's when I was like, oh, what's up? What's up with San Diego? And I remember like hearing about like, oh, it's seventy degrees or eighty degrees all the all time. All the time. I'm like, why don't we move there, Mom, Dad? No, like, <laughs> that sounds like the. Shut up and get out there with the snow shovel, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Why isn't everybody living there? No, when uh, this was summer before last or maybe last summer, I can't remember. I'm so bad with time, but window pane was flown back east to do a couple shows. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, we got to DC, and it was in August. You know, and and Chris, our bass player, had never been to the East Coast. Okay, and so he gets off the plane. He's like, "What is happening?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's you know." It's summer in, in Maryland. He's like, cool. and he's very quiet. Like, dude, 
And then we drove into D.C. proper, and D.C. in and of itself, is there, it, it's like a convection oven. It's really crazy hot. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, Chris got out of my brother-in-law's truck and was like, what uh, Can I go back in? Right. I want back in. Dude. My like, nuts are sweating. Yeah, he was like, why would you build a city here? Like, <laughs> what in the hell? And I'm like, oh, yeah, man. And he's yeah. like, this, this isn't right. This isn't normal. I'm like, oh, dude, picture, you know, like... 1800s, those guys with the wool coats on yeah. and the wool uniforms and the wigs. And he's like, what? What? You know, yeah. he, he was losing his mind. And, it's unbearable, uh, the yeah, summers. It was really, really, yeah. And it was a nice, brutal, sticky, hot, oh. humid. Like, I take the winters, even though they are zero degrees sometimes, I would take that over summers in New York you can, any day of the you week. You can put more layers on, yes. but you can't take, yeah. it's like, at some point, you're naked. Right, it's, and then that's frowned upon in the in the subway. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's humid. Either that or people throw money at you. <laughs> yeah, it depends. If you're a cowboy with a guitar, that's fine. We saw the naked cowboy. Really, who isn't naked? He wears tidy no. whities Right, and we were right next to him, and I was like, I don't know, Can like, my wife's like, I, have, I remember him from the MTV days. I was like, oh, do you think I could get a picture with him? I'm like, you probably have to pay. Mm-hmm. And I don't really feel like paying right. to get a picture of a guy in his underwear with a guitar. Like, but he's he, really he in not- his subway in New York? Oh, he was outside in Times Square. Oh, and it was hot out. Uh, it was just not that long ago. It was winter. Oh, okay. Because he was say, doing it in the winter. Yeah, it was like idiot. fifty degrees. It wasn't that cold, uh, but, but still. Because yeah. in the no. summer it's humid enough, you could just stick a dollar bill to his box, <laughs> just oh. walk up and slap it right on his back. Oh dear. That also was right before we <laughs> Sorry, had one. Of the, we had one. You of the, okay, buddy. No. <laughs> we had one of the best interactions with those people that like like trying to sell those tours oh, in Times yeah. Square. You know how they like, like, come on, come on. They're coming up to us. Look, you guys, you guys should do this. You look like a happy couple. And my wife's like, no. No, we're fine. We're fine. They kept following us. And she's like, I told you we're fine. He's like, come on. You want to go look at the, 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 the scene in New York? He's got a gun. Come with me. Right. It was almost <laughs> to that point. Finally, my wife goes, we're from here. And he's like, full ass. You wouldn't be in Times Square if you're from here. And I looked at him. I'm like, he's absolutely yeah, right. He's actually making a good point. <laughs> <laughs> it's like being in the Space Needle for dinner. Like, man, I'm from here. It's like, no, no. you're not. We've I've gone to the Space Needle exactly once, and it was for my wife's birthday where I proposed to her, and that was it. Yep. Dude, I took my mother here when I first moved here. Yep. She got flown out for this uh, teacher's conference. So it worked out really well. I took her to dinner in yep. the Space Needle. I've never been back since. And I had a great dinner there when my parents came. Oh, it was it's fantastic. Cool up there. It's cool up there. If you great. time it right, especially during like the summerish weather, if you go and get dinner around seven-ish. Get the sunset. You get the start. Of, it's nice and sunny, amazing view, and then- if you eat long enough like we do, the <laughs> yeah, sun goes the sun down. It's amazing. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's prime time. Yeah. We, yeah. We, we did it during the winter, and obviously we had a, a little bit of a later reservation, about mm-hmm. 7 o'clock or so, and uh, it's completely dark, but it's fun because it does the, the rotation. Yeah. 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 But they also do uh, quote-unquote snow. <laughs> So I really think it is like like laundry detergent or something that they got that just shoots out, but it looks like snow. Okay. So as you're going and it's just slowly breezing by, it's actually really, really cool. But it was like, I think that's just like the leftover from the dishwasher or something. <laughs> There's like homeless people below the needle covered in like, t- what is Tide Pods and like, ash. <laughs> I do want to go there now that they got the, the glass the, the, floor. The glass floor. Oh, 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 Not feeling that? Dude. Uh, well, what are I'm your gonna, thoughts? I'm going to have to bring an extra uh, pair of underwear just in case. Yeah. Like, because I've never experienced that. And I'm not afraid of heights, but there's a fight or flight that happens with yeah, your, your body, body when you see something respond. like that. Yeah. So I'm just really like afraid of what is going to happen to my body when it freaks out because I just I just know it's gonna freak out. 
Yeah. Yeah, I kind of want to know what that feels like. Because we did the glass bottom to the, um, uh, that's one time where I had a hooker, and it was, we no. <laughs> the glass the, bottom the, boat. The, the gray wheel. Oh, yeah. And that was awesome. We did that, too, but yeah. I didn't look down. Like, I made sure to look across the water. So I why'd you even pay the extra for the glass floor? I wasn't paying for it. Oh, So it, it was like, yeah, there's four of us. I think we all went it's in like Dutch. a substantial amount of more money to have the glass floor. Yeah. And we only did because it was like an anniversary thing. I'm like, I'm nothing but the best for you, babe. It was you the, can look at your feet and what's below it. It was the whole, yeah, it was the whole birthday thing that we were doing. And gotcha. so it was like with my, my uh, sister-in-law and her husband. So Damn it was a laws. whole fun thing. Yeah. But you, you, what, you pick it like a fixed point and just uh, stare straight ahead? Not <laughs> like, necessarily what are we about point straight ahead, but it was like, it was during the sunset, so you could just look out over to oh, the okay. Olympics, yeah. mm-hmm. and you could really focus on anything that was, when you're sitting, just straight ahead, and right. you could look out and see everything, but I also didn't have to look down. Yeah. And again, it's like, I, I, I'm not necessarily afraid of that stuff, I just didn't want to deal with it just Why in push case. It? Yeah, There's exactly. There's no bathroom in those things. Right. Yeah. Well, well, when I wrote it, I, I fixated on the construction of it because um, uh-huh. it's literally it's put together with a series of cotter pins. Right. And so I'm geeking out like, look at that. If you remove the smallest pin, man, I could come up with a ball peen hammer and really wreak some havoc. And my wife's like, please stop talking. <laughs> okay, Tyler you Durden, know? can you shut up please now? Please stop talking, you know? <laughs> they might be listening to us right now. They're going to stop this. That's like my wife when we're crossing the border. She's just like, said something like, how would they even know if you have a bomb in the car or something like that? I'm like, don't talk about it. I'm like, shut up. She's like, why? I'm like, they might be recording us right now. And then I'm thinking, crap, if I'm saying they might be recording us, they're going to think we are guilty of having something. I'm like, why would you? And she's like, and like, like, what about people who smuggle drugs? I'm like, stop talking about illegal stuff. They're listening to us right now. She's like, Stephen, what do you have in your rectum? Nothing. Nothing, right? You step over here, sir. Just poop, sir. She just wanted to see you get gloved. We heard you. Pull off to the side, please. <laughs> Damn it. We heard your wife. Tony Where's and the- I, uh, we got our car tossed once coming back from, uh, coming into the States uh-huh. from Canada. And um, really coming in, mm-hmm. we've had it going the other, going into Canada. What were you guys smuggling? Nothing, but we had gone up <laughs> for pods, a weekend yeah. in a hotel room. And let's just say the bottom layer of the bag that we were sharing was. Covered in lube? It, well, it was implements, toys, handcuffs, <laughs> riding crops. I mean, nice, oh my. Nice, so nice. when they start to, her and I were just sitting in there, like, kind of giggling, you know, and right. I'm, I'm watching, I'm like, watch, watch, you'll see the moment when he discovers, you know, and you see the guy digging through the bag because it was on the backseat of my Impala. Then <laughs> you see him rooting, 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 and then you just see him stop. <laughs> and I'm like, look, look, look. She's like, I don't want to look. I'm like, look. You found it. Yeah, and we were both we were both just sitting there giggling like, you know, a couple three-year-olds had heard a fart joke. I mean, yeah. we were just giggling because we knew that guy was like, oh, for Christ's sake. You know? He zips it back up. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like the best thing is he. That's he, funny. Like, yeah, man, we went up there to hang out and have a little couple's weekend. And yeah. we, we brought, he, you know, he looks, some We're here to break in Canada. And, you know, yeah, he looks, dude. he stops, he looks up, he sees both of you looking right at him. Eye oh, contact we're, happens. We're just sitting in there. You're a cop. We Some call me a mountain. <laughs> well, and I think the reason they probed us is because, uh, no choice. pun intended, thank you, um, coming back in, this was a long time ago, but uh, Tawny actually at the time just had an ID. At the time, she worked downtown at the Mayflower Park Hotel, uh-huh. and we would always get hooked up with these amazing free stays awesome. in Victoria. Nice. So we'd go up to Victoria and just hang for yeah. a weekend, we did it all the time. But her license expired, and she's like, I don't, I don't even drive these days. My car's literally got an inch oh. of dust on it, because she was riding the bus yeah. down. So... Yeah, coming back in, they're like, driver's license. She's like, well, I have my ID. I'm like, why don't you have a driver's license? She's like, because yeah. I live in the city. I don't drive. I don't drive. Right. Um, well, birth certificate? And she's like, I, 
I don't usually travel with that. Pull over there. Oh. Yeah. It was like, oh man, and, and yeah, they were really. Yeah, yeah, you know, and uh, the other time too was when we were on tour with Five Finger Death Punch. You know, what was that? Six, seven years ago, uh-huh. when we came back into the states. Man, they lined us up at this table. Oh, we had I to bet. empty our pockets, and they went through that van. It looks like they just went through it with a rotor tiller. I mean, it was just Destroyed. our luggage was emptied and tossed around the vehicle. Oh, it, was, it was literally, yeah. it, it was, it, yeah, it was. We had to drive a mile up the road, pull over, and It'd empty the van and put everything back together. Wow, it was literally like, dude. They, you, know, you don't have to be a dick about you it. You don't have to be like that. Right. Yeah. 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 It, it was it was honestly over the top. That's, that's that, a, that was coming back into America. Abuse like, of power, man. It was. The Canadian yeah. guys wouldn't do that. No, much going respectful. into Canada? Yeah. We had all this paperwork prepared. <laughs> they because, are. They're so much nicer. Dude, uh, Mark Mark had Mark had a DUI, which it technically is a felony offense in the States. So Someone he, let you into Canada with yeah, that. So yeah. he had all this paperwork and all this stuff, and then Nathan Kellum, um, who was running all our merch, he he had uh something that was it wasn't an assault charge. He, he broke up a fight and ended up, you know, oh. and, but he was so on you were travel with criminals. So, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, but they both had all this paperwork and they showed up and the guys were like, blah, blah, and you're doing what? And you're this and that. And okay. And Mark and Nate both had like, you know, like a folder. Here is, you know, it's like when they sit down Neo in the Matrix. Yeah. They yeah. had like a folder like that on Mr. themselves. Mr. Anderson. Yeah, just to, we're and, to you. And, Mar- you know, they're both like, we've got all this. The guys are like, no, that's okay. Thanks, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Thank you for being prepared <laughs> you know? and upfront with yeah, it and not hiding right. it. Exactly. They right. were like, you guys are fantastic. You're really on point. Thanks for your time. We hope you didn't delay oh, I'm sure you too they much. appreciate that. They were really cool. Yeah. Like, and they did appreciate it. Man, coming back into America. Oh. Like, I'm so glad none of us got, you know. Get the glove? Yeah, none of us got gl- gloved. Snap. I mean, it was literally like, line up against this table. You know, oh. Empty your pockets. You got anything on you? Yeah. Like, your wife's phone number? Yeah, what do you? What, oh, dude, even well, don't like, say what's that. What's the problem, man? <laughs> the last time we came in, the guy was just like going in. At first, I thought, oh man, we've got the worst border agent because it was taking forever. I was counting every car and every other lane was getting like three to every one car of ours. And I'm Oof. like. What the f is this guy doing? Now I'm getting nervous. My wife brought the speech impediment. He's like, "Can I see your Can I see Can I see Right. So the entire time, I'm like, "What is going on? We're never going to get into Canada." We finally get up to the guy. The guy was the nicest guy. He just had He talked to us for like five minutes about random stuff. He's like, "Blah blah blah. Where you going? Where you staying?" I'm like, "La Hermitage." He's like, "Oh my gosh, for an American, you speak French really well." I'm like, "I don't really speak French." He's like, "How? Well, you really." Pronounce that very well. I'm like, I practice. He's like, that's awesome. Like, <laughs> we're having this stupid conversation. He leans in, like, now if you boys are looking for some whores. Are you right? <laughs> <laughs> so we drive off, and I'm like, both my wife and I are like, that was the most fun yeah. conversation I've ever had with somebody that we didn't know. And then I realized, I'm like, and that is why our line took forever. And there's 50 cars behind you. are like, what the hell's going on? Right. Everybody had that conversation, I bet. Everyone in that line is eyes wide oh, no, this is going to suck. So it's a pleasant surprise. And then as they pull away, they're all like, oh, that was so nice. He <laughs> like, you need a before yeah. and after cam, you know? Because I was like, is it bad if I honk? And like, there was even a moment in my head, I'm like, I should ask him, why is this line taking so long? But I was like, you know what? That might be the, the, the determining factor for him saying, go off to the side. Like, he's testing our patience. Yeah. But coming back in, Going through the line quick, this guy was fast, but he was a jerk. Yeah. And finally he just goes, he's like, you know how they always say, what do you do for a living? I said, oh, I work in radio. He's like, oh, where at? I'm like, KSW, what do you do? I'm like, I, uh, radio. 
He's like, no, what do you do there? And he, like, he yelled at I'm me. I'm the janitor. And I was like, <laughs> I talk. What do you mean you talk? I'm like, I, I'm one of the people who talks on the radio. Like a DJ? Yes. Let me through. And I didn't want to get into argument. Like, no, technically we're called right, on-air exa- personalities. Right, exactly. It's like. <laughs> we're not disc jockeys. I'm not spinning records, you dick. You're a DJ? <laughs> right. Well, speaking of dealing with the authorities. Nice. Glenn's got a story. Oh, Uh-oh, Glenn's a bad boy. <laughs> I didn't know that's where that was going. That's perfect. Uh, yeah, when I when I walked in before we even got the show started, I, I felt bad. I'll explain to everyone like the air booth is right next to our booth, and when I showed up, uh, Rev was in the production booth. I didn't see Steve anywhere, and and I hadn't seen you know Mr. Castle in a while. Yeah. yeah. So I popped in. Your Justin's in there getting me headphones. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. And chatted briefly, but I did not see Steve. So I'm just hanging out, kind of chatting with Ryan, waiting for Steve. Uh-huh. And finally, I look over and I can see Justin from where I'm at, and he's giving me the like, dude. Hey, come on, come man. on over, man. Come on. Yeah, and I, like couldn't, I couldn't see Steve the through the wall, the so <laughs> yeah. I delayed things quite a bit. Oh, but, no worries. Uh, as I came in, I was explaining. So, pretty much every morning, whenever I can, there is back in angle parking right on Sixth Avenue, right against the side of this building. Oh, I know exactly. Oh, what you're yeah, talking yeah, about. yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's and if I can score that, it's great because it costs me about eight bucks. To As come, opposed to the 20 it's twenty two usually. Yeah. If I if I have to park in the garage to do the show, it costs me about twenty two bucks. Cool. So you gotta start to go fund me for Glenn's <laughs> yeah, parking. Right? Just a Patreon ah, for Glenn's you know, parking. Hey, yes, it's, it's yeah, right. Dude, exactly. that'd be hilarious. <laughs> the Glenn's parking Patreon. We should talk about that. That'd be so funny. <laughs> that would be funny. People, and I'd be like, yeah, just a dollar or less from uh, X amount of listeners will yeah. cover his parking. The go park. You know, if if it actually if it functioned, I would feel so like oh. Wouldn't that be awesome? Man, that's really nice, man. Like 22 people a week are willing to pay a buck just so I can come do this show. <laughs> that's not asking much. It's not that's at all. That's less than a cup of coffee for oh, you. All right, oh, Sarah man. McLaughlin. Don't <laughs> <laughs> parking. Should let him park. Sorry, dude. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, the, I, go, I shoot for the back in angle parking. 90% of the time I get it. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And, um, it's like eight or nine bucks mm-hmm. for the from ten to noon is when you can park there. It's perfect. So I pull in. There's a bunch of and I'm like, oh, lucky me. There's a bunch of vacant spots. And sometimes it's like that. Mm-hmm. And other times you're, oh, there's one spot. Think I got it, got it, got it. But there was this, you know, uh, cop down there. And I saw him, and we made eye contact, and I wiggled and was back in my car. And because cars come whipping around that corner, it's actually yeah. kind of a dangerous place. Yeah. So you yeah. really got to be on point. Watching carefully so you don't get you know t boned. There's some a couple idiot. different angles there where people are coming flying. Yeah, so and off the freeway, way too fast. And then people making yeah. the turn you know, they, onto six. They yeah, come I agree. Way too fast. I agree. Um, and I, uh, you know, you don't have to run the speed limit, but maybe Slow keep it keep it to ten bit. miles an hour over. So <laughs> anyway, I get my car pulled in, and this guy's now walking up to my car, kind of scowling at me. And uh, he he gives me the like the cutthroat thing with the hand like, like cut it, it off yeah and he's shaking his head and I roll my window down and I said hi he's like yeah you can't park here why and not I, and I'm like oh okay um how how long has that been going on and he went for years no and I'm like um I'm like I I, I park here pretty much every Tuesday and he's like you can't park here. Look at the sign. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, I, I didn't, I, I, I literally, I do park here until about noon once a week, sir. And he's like, well, you can park there and then I'll write you the ticket. And I was like, hey, I, I don't think you're understanding me. I'm not trying to be a jerk. 
I just need an answer. I'm trying to have a conversation with you. I want to understand what's going on. Is this on. a new policy? And he went, look at the sign. And I went, hey. <laughs> you know, at this point, I literally yelled. I'm like, I'm just trying to have a polite dialogue with you so that I understand what's going You go ahead and park. I'll write you the oh, ticket. This guy is such a jerk. I'm like, Jesus, man. Dude, and he, quit being the worst. And I said, I park here up until about noon every day, and I've been doing it for almost a year. And he went, that's right, 7 to 10 a.m. is carpool only, 10 to noon is your... And I'm like, why... I'm in that window. I'm like, why didn't... No, man, it was five minutes till 10. Oh, my God. And I went... I said... You have got to be no, kidding me. I'm not kidding. I said, why this didn't you just say that? Come back in five minutes, And he sir. literally repeated, go ahead and park and I'll write you the ticket. Oh, he's looking for a fight or something, man. I mean, dude, I wanted to be like, man, like he was up in me and I'm telling you, even my body language was, hey, and I said, I I don't think you're understanding me. I'm trying to have a polite conversation with you so that I understand the situation. Yeah. And man, dude, dude, just, I don't know what that guy's problem was. (sighs) He must hate his life. But I mean, I was being really polite, like. Hey man, so what's the situation? You know, it's unnecessary. So I literally just had a. Con- I mean, I've had so many conversations where, like, the cop would be like, "Hey, look, you got five minutes. You could come back and park here. Yeah. But you can't park here right now." Oh, dude, I've I've had interactions with you know, or if, if with you're meter just a good human being, be like, "Just go park there. I don't yeah. give a crap." Right. Right. It's five it's minutes. Five minutes. Yeah, I've had I've had meter maids be extraordinarily cool. Like, no, hey I man, haven't. just well, I've, <laughs> I've had both ends. I've had them nuke me. Yeah, but I've oh. also had them where I'm like, to me, they're the worst. Well, and they can be. Yeah. Um, I've I've had I literally had a lady write me a ticket while I was trying parts. to leave. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm leaving, and she's like, not before I finish this ticket. I'm like, ma'am, I'm in my vehicle within the required time amount. I'm yep. pulling away. Yep. All you have to do is step to the left so that I don't hit you with my yep. vehicle, and I'm gone. And at that point, she would not make eye contact. She would not acknowledge that I was speaking to her. Ugh. And I'm like, please, this isn't necessary. I was in my vehicle before you walked up. I am leaving this area right now. I was delivering a monitor to some yeah. lounge downtown back when I still did the AV job. And I'm like, this is not necessary. And she would not. All she had to do was step away so I could pull out. She's dude. Yeah, dude, right? But yeah, and then the, but then I had the other total other end of that where the guy was like, "Hey, so here's the deal with this." And just so you know, and super friendly and hey, thanks so much and really cool. And this you guy, like I get it like cuz like they are the most hated job in the world, I would say. They're up there with tow truck drivers. Which is why uh, yeah. nobody I'm, likes them. Cops hate them. Yeah. I mean, I remember seeing cops make fun of meter maids, so I can understand why they have right. a chip on their shoulder. They are on the bottom I of the get totem it. But when yeah. I when I approach the situation with a, hey, how you doing this morning? Right. And you're like, go ahead and park and I'll beat you with this club. It's like, it's I, like dude. Man, you know, and literally, like, like I said, I literally, yeah. after like our third exchange, when he was like, well, go ahead, I'll write you the ticket. I'm like, I don't think you're understanding me. I'm just trying to have a, a polite conversation <laughs> See, with you. If you kept in, kept doing that for another three minutes, you'd I be could like, have parked. you'd be like, uh, uh, well, it's ten now. So yeah, thanks. I'm, I'm I mean, good. Dude, good. I, yeah. I pulled around the corner. I replied to a couple texts. I and waited. Then parked. I waited until it was two minutes till ten, uh-huh. and then I went down two blocks Slow up and back up, and came in and, and parked at ten oh one. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what was the point of that? Middle <laughs> finger out. I just of your wanted car, to be like, hey man, I'm not the guy that was effing your wife and selling your kid the crack. Okay, right. I'm not him. Right. I'm uh, not. I'm not coming at you with a gun in uh, my hand. I'm gonna get out of this car with my wallet and pay to put my car here. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you, so it, stupid. If, I, I, so is your dumb, shoe man. untied? I'll, I'll kneel down and tie your shoe, brother. I'm that guy. 
You know, why you got to, you know, so anyway. And you know what bothered me the most? Like, as this exchange was going on. His haircut. My, no. <laughs> his tribal tattoo. My brain, my brain was like, your tax dollars pay his salary. You buy his food every day with your tax dollars. You should have said that. I bet he would love to hear those things. Oh, I'm sure, dude. <laughs> I pay your salary. <laughs> hey, Steve, it's Glenn. Listen, I'm downtown. I got into a physical altercation with a cop. Why do you sound like you got marbles um, in your mouth? He knocked out some of my teeth. And I uh, currently have a billy club up my butt. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're, you're my one phone call. Please call Tom Ozinski, attorney at law. Tell him to get me the F out of here quickly. Thank Help. you. <laughs> P.S. My car is being towed. If you can get down there. Yes. Bro, my car almost got towed. It was so crazy. I locked out big time. So where I, I wrestle, sometimes I train in during the day. I go to the gym over at Evolve. And oh, okay. There's like some spots, like typically it's a game of trying to find a good parking spot and paying for a couple of hours and all that. There's a, a, a row of spots that are fine until 2 p.m. and then Metro Bus takes over, so all the cars need to oh, be out, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, oh, we'll be gone by like 1, 1.30. And we were supposed to be. I was done. As I was walking out, uh, one of the guys I wrestled with, Steve West, was there, and I ended up having a conversation. F Steve West. Right, telling him how much I hate him because he's an <laughs> awful heel. We're just BSing, and I'm like having a good time. We're chatting, and I look at my phone, I'm like, Crap, it's 2.10. I got to go. I'm probably going to get a ticket. So I leave, and it's about two blocks from the gym. And I'm walking. I see a bus there in front of, like, in front of my car. And then I see flashing lights of a tow truck. Oh. And I'm like, no! So now I start running. I'm like, if I could just get Slow there before mo. he locks it in. Before he locks yeah, it in. If I he's get... not connected, usually they'll let you go. Right. But if they're connected, you're done. Well, it was hilarious. I'm like maybe 10 feet from my car door. I'm like, I'm just going to get in my car door and pull out before he can lock me in. He must have saw me running because he just swoops in front of the bus. Like as if I'm not even there, and gets in front of the other car that's still parked there. <laughs> like, okay, I'll take this one. Right, he yeah. brought, and I was like, "That's pretty cool." <sighs> like I almost like I try to give him a thumbs up. Like, thanks Thank for you. not towing me because I, I legit thought I was gonna get there in time, and I was like, "Oh crap, oh crap, this is gonna suck." And then I see him swoop around, and I'm like, "Up, oh, sucks for that guy, not my problem." I had almost the well, actually, I was like really the bad person in this one. Back at the old station, uh, there was parking that is now not even parking anymore, but it was the street parking yeah. that was free. Oh. Yeah. Right. And it was almost always um, full up. Yep. And one morning I got in and I couldn't find any parking anywhere. And I was really pissed about it. You? Yeah, right. That's Shocking. fair. I've and, been that angry over oh, that. So mad. Like blistering angry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, uh, I was like, well, screw it. I'll just park. And I parked and I was probably about the last quarter of my car. This is back when I had the, the BMW. So mm -hmm. it was a little bit of a smaller car. And the, basically the ass end of it was in front of the hydrant. Oh. And I'm like, oh, I'll be fine. I'll get out of here on time. No worries about that. It was, I came down and it was about 10, 15, because I knew I had, I was going to be out You're for that day. too close to my plug, son. Well, and that was the thing. And I looked and I started walking <laughs> over and my car was halfway out into the road. Oh, he was, he was. Because the yep. tow truck driver had pulled it from the back because oh, it was right in yep. there. And I'm like, oh God. So I'm like, well, what do I do? So I was about to go back upstairs and I'm like, 
I, I need to go talk to this yeah, guy engage, and I need to so, so I'm just with ru- chocolate and flowers. Yeah. So like, I just bro. run up there and I'm like, dude, 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 like I it's like I'm I'm, I'm sorry. It's like what is there anything I can do to have you not do this? And he's like, Well, I'm not Get a tattoo. Yeah, I was gonna say I haven't I haven't had a Hummer in a while. <laughs> and at that point <laughs> I'm not talking I, a vehicle. I had just I think I would I might have still even been on either my internship or I had just got hired. This is like year yeah. one stuff. Sir, I have no money. Yeah, and exactly. <laughs> and so I was like, Is there anything? And he was like, Well, well, we're not attached right now, so if you get in your car, you I can can't just do anything go. about it. Exactly, yeah. and it was hop, boom, and I was like, "Well, I was just going to move my car, but now I'm just going to go home and do all of my work from home." Not, don't blame you. And, and it was just like I'm out, and I literally had that happen to me where I rounded the corner into this parking lot, and my van was in the middle of the parking lot, uh. and. I was like, what in the hell? Did I not put it in park? Why? Right? What? Yeah, right. And then my brain started to gather more information. It's like, that's a tow truck. There's a man There's with a chain. There's flashing lights. And yeah. I was like, oh, dude. And he's like, this is yours? I went, yep. And he said, get it and take it. And I was like, okay. And like, literally, you. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. He's like, no big deal, man. And I got yeah, my- Let's work for him. Yeah, right? like, when I got here, I had a half stack, a guitar- the clothes on my back and this awful Ford van. <laughs> so it's like, don't take one thing away. Right. I really Please. don't have anything. Yeah, that right. one thing like, houses the other yeah, two like things. You don't, you don't understand, dude. I've got, I've got clothing, a guitar, an amp, and this van. And if you take this van away, I have oh. literally nothing. Yeah, like <laughs> it's please gone. Everything's don't gone. take my. You know, yeah, dude. As soon take as they... my van away. <laughs> I really? Know. I don't know, man. Take Sorry. My breath away. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Hey, I, we did a couple of text people saying they had a really good time at the Bruiser Brody show. Dude, it was Thanks amazing. Everyone who came out. That was nuts. Yeah, I haven't seen you since, man. Yeah, that was I know. We haven't had a chance to say thank you to all. I mean, I met so many people who listened to our podcast I there. I too. It was it awesome. Was, it was really, really cool. Everybody was super awesome. Some great laughs. And it was fun for my wife because she got to meet people who listen to the cast. Nobody was coming up saying, oh, blah, 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 about our morning show. Everybody that was coming up to her talking like, nice. Your husband always talks about how beautiful you are this on the podcast. Like, or like, oh, just that's oh, great. Guy. Yeah, like, good guy. Good yeah. guy. Oh, it was great. Like, you know, a, a couple times you got a little overwhelmed. Some people got a little weird. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. So a couple times we had to dip into the backstage area just to kind of like get a breather because she's not really, she doesn't like being around that big of a crowd, but she was just like, man, all the people that listen to your podcast are so nice and she has a new job where she has a little more free time to like so oh, she's, that's like, cool. she's like, I just downloaded your podcast. I'm going to start listening, I think, from time to time. I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> So she shows me a screenshot. There's so many other podcasts. Listen right. to those. <laughs> she shows me a screenshot of the episode she was listening to. I'm like, what is that? So, 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 was it like machetes and vacuum cleaners? I don't remember. <laughs> so I instantly pull it up on my phone to listen, see what like she's getting in. And, and it's like... Right off the get-go, me talking about getting fast food. I'm like, I'm so, <laughs> so, I'm so screwed. How long did you think it would last, man? Why did you have to take this job? Quit. And I'm the one who encouraged her to download. I'm like, you should listen to the podcast while you're at work. You have like, there's all these CrossFit podcasts because she's big in the CrossFit and health. Yeah. I'm like, you could learn. Like, I have a couple buddies that do really good ones. Never thought she would support her husband. <laughs> and of course, Sid's now going to hear this, but you got to be like, huh. You know, I just say that for the show, right? right. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's you all know. just. Yeah. Well, what about the fact that I did find a French fry under your seat? <laughs> yeah, 
Not Tiger Glenn Cannon a ride. <laughs> he is a hog. He is a disgusting, horrible, soulless husk of a human being. You should see how he eats French fries. He just takes them all and just smashes them in his face. Yeah. Was it me? He was trying to take them rectally. I threw him out of the vehicle. <laughs> Obviously, this isn't me. And I love you. Obviously. Uh, it cracked me up, though. I think she got bored with us quick because she hasn't said anything. So I think we're okay. Or she's still listening <laughs> yeah, and she's, she's just internalizing uh, yeah, all she's of this. She's creating a list. She's very the, angry. She's the, processing. The pros and cons of Sid's having me list. as a husband. She's going to have a PowerPoint <laughs> conversation with you at this oh, point. Right. If she makes a presentation. <laughs> Steven, I need you to sit down. But dude, <laughs> a, a screen comes down from the ceiling. PowerPoint. <laughs> She literally has a PowerPoint presentation Please. and one of those little remotes with the laser pointer built into it. Dude, Stop clicking! <laughs> one of my favorite things ever. We did a, a, a roast for my best friend, uh, Brogan. <laughs> it was the broast. And the broast. Yeah, and it was one of the guys, because uh, he knows a whole bunch of comedians in Tacoma, and so one of the guys did a PowerPoint oh presentation. My God. And it was awesome. hands down That's the hilarious. funniest one. Because that the, takes effort. Yeah, it was a lot of effort in the way that the punch line would be like the next slide that <laughs> was funny it was so good that's great that's really well done yeah yeah, yeah it was awesome. fantastic so but uh, to get back to yeah I, everyone i met couldn't be nicer it was great it was unfortunate though i didn't get to i saw i had a handful of good buddies that were at the show i never saw them because they just like they came for our set and they were, ended up bailing and i walked the crowd but of course you end up talking to people you run into people you couldn't walk like two feet without running into somebody either that listened that you knew it was Man, right, we were all there, obviously. It I was, saw you for like a half second. Right. And then I was yeah. looking for my wife, who walked literally right, right past by, you. I waved at her, and she blew me off. She did. Such a jerk. She didn't see <laughs> you. Did. She was looking for Ted, which oh. probably doesn't help. Thanks. <laughs> but so, yeah. Because I don't have a beard. She doesn't talk to me. <laughs> she was she was running upstairs, and uh, I was like, you know you just blew right blew past. Blew right by me. Like Steve and Sid, and she's yep. like, Really? Like, I got a fresh breeze. No, but it was like that in there. <laughs> it was. I, mean, I know uh, after our set. I went out the kitchen exit into the bar area. Oh, that was a smart idea. Uh, that's I use that back hallway oh. even when I'm not playing there, man. <laughs> but uh, and so I emerged from that area, and then I got snagged at the bar. Then um, eventually, I was able to break free and go through into the showroom. Yeah, and I caught the last half of the last international set. Yeah, they, oh, they killed um, it too. Yeah, they were fantastic, yeah. and. Uh, you know, got to hang with Tawny a bit and watch him play. And then I met some people over by the merch area. and it, But it was a whirlwind. I mean, there was a ton of people there that I never got to even really like yep. interface with. I met some people know? that say they never go out there, like parents, and they heard us talk about it. They came out and had the best time. That's cool. all three bands. And I thought that was like, that meant so much to know, like, you have one night a year, maybe, or maybe like X amount of nights a year that you can actually get away from your child mm-hmm. and, and and be young again. You know, I mean, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah, and you yeah, wasted yeah. it on us. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's dumb or awesome. You could no. have gone to a swingers party you when guys, you came here. Wow. <laughs> Aquaman in 4DX. You guys put together, and I've seen you a bunch of times, but that was hands down the tightest show that I've seen you guys do. Oh, we were thanks. pretty sober. It thanks. was. <laughs> <laughs> There's truth to that. We were, we were all sober. Yeah, it yeah. was fantastic. That was it was a fun so show. good. Yeah, it, it was funny because I, I was a little like, oh, I don't know how that went. I don't know how that went. And then of course a lot of people posted videos, and I watched back these videos where in my head I always say there's two shows going on. There's a show in your head, and yeah. there's a show that people are seeing, mm-hmm. and I got to see it from how they saw it, and I was like, 
oh, this was a really it fun show. Really yeah. It really left me with a good taste in my mouth. Like, and the lights. Can I shout out to Carl Eric? Yeah. Oh yeah. It was Carl, the light. The was lights awesome. were so good. He awesome. just got off of a tour with Killing Joke. He's the greatest guy in the world. Nice. And he just and, and the fact that he wants to do lights with us is so is so flattering. But he so he brought some crazy ass lights that go on the ground that were blinding during sound check <laughs> because he was testing them out. But during the set, yeah, oh my gosh, like watching some of those videos, we just I mean, it just looked like I mean, it was a big rock show, cut but it looked, like a, it looked like a stadium show. Yeah, we were a cut above. It yeah, was cool, that, it's one of those things where lighting will take it to that next level. And it was, I was like watching that and seeing that, I was like, oh, this is someone who's really good at this, like, and a guy who knows your music, yeah, like exactly, totally. So, like, there were parts where like doing crazy fills and then the lights are going crazy. I'm like, oh man, I hope you don't have vertigo because you're effed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a fun show though. Oh, it was. It was great, You know what's man. weird? I, I realized when I went into the, 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 the crocodile, I had never been in there before. Even oh, really? back in the old days? Even back in the old days. Oh, I have gone gosh. past it many times, uh-huh. but I had like, once I stepped in, I was like, oh yeah, I've never actually been in this venue before. It was so weird. Yeah, the, uh, it's funny, I had that conversation with Brett and Tanya. They hadn't been in there since the remodel. Were they there? Yeah, they were there. Oh, I didn't see yeah, Brett. came down and watched the Did whole Did he have set. fun? Oh, they had a blast. They split right after, like right when we finished, they they. Boogie. That's cool. Because he was kind of, the for me, my favorite place is that back wall right to the, from stage, it's, it's the left-hand side of the bar. Uh-huh. Yeah. And if you get against that wall, you can watch the show and not get bumped into people. And they were yep. trying to kind of hang there. Gotcha. But it was human bumper car city. Mm-hmm. And so after the set, Brett was like, eh, let's get out of here. It was so, it was tight in there. Yeah. It, well, I mean, it was, dude, it was really packed out, yep. which was amazingly cool, you know. Especially because when we, before we started, before the show, we found out, okay, we had about a couple hundred pre-sales, which was really good. Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay. Even if nobody walks up outside of the people who bought tickets, we will have, have a, a respectable show. room yeah. of people. But we doubled that. It yeah. was so, it was packed. It was yeah, totally which is packed. congratulations, guys. Thank you. I yeah. wasn't expecting that. Like I, I, I thought <laughs> I, it would be good. I, I, I you know, I, you obviously you hope for it, right? But I certainly wasn't expecting it either. Yeah. And so then you see the size of that room, and it's like, oh man, like that's what I'd said when I posted on Facebook afterwards. Like, just I feel so lucky. Yeah. That uh, all those people came out to see what the five of us are doing. And it's like, I don't know, I guess you just don't expect that level of support. And when you see it, it's like, oh man, wow. Dude, my buddy Jose. Like that's who, really cool. Thing, who, you know, he, he's a musician. He's also a wrestler. A great guy. He goes by uh, River River Strife, and uh, he's part of the Legion of Gloom in three two one. So oh, he nice. came out to support us. And he's just like, he pulled me aside when I saw him the next time at uh, of all fitness, and he was just like, man. You guys were on fire. It was so much fun to watch you in that element. He's like, but man, the part that tripped me out the most was there were so many people singing along to your songs. Yeah. And I was yeah. just like, especially like at one point someone said something about our album and all these people lifted up the album that they bought the physical copy. And it was yeah. obvious they were singing along to the songs that are on the record that weren't on the EP. Yep. So they clearly already had the digital copy. Yep. And I thought it was so cool that they even even if they had the digital or they listened on streaming services, which I'm, I don't care. Like if you listen on a streaming service that you subscribe hey, to. if you're listening to us at all. That's great. <laughs> I don't, like, look, that, that to me is a win. Yeah. But when they held up the records, I was like, Goosebump City. Like, that was a cool moment, man, to be able to look out and just see people in, literally having the time of their life in yeah. front of us. And, and the mosh pit started during one of our songs, yep. which I thought was awesome. It was a good time. Well, nice. it, we, we were really lucky in that there were a, a bunch of really talented photographers there. Yes. And in the days that followed the show, um, you see these photographers, these photos coming back, and it's like, Damn, that's what people saw. Yeah, because from from yeah, right. stage, like I remember uh, in the in the Cure song, 
Oh. And I swear to God, Travis missed a part, which he and I talked about afterwards. And he's like, no, you didn't do the thing. And I'm like, bro, I have worked so hard to memorize that structure. You skipped the subdued verse. He's like, I sang it. And I'm like, nope. All right, he didn't. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know. It's so funny because we're all looking at each other like, where are we going? Like, we're still. Oh, this is- ter- but for me, it took me about a song and a half to get back on point. I got so blown out of whack. That's where I thought the show went to hell in my Travis head. Travis walked by me, and I'm like, I thought, okay. He's got a cold. He's just gotten over being sick. He doesn't have the juice for this next part. I'll step up and sing it. And I went, no. What if he's just vamping and vibing? We'll just do that passage yep. instrumental and go to the next big burst before the big change. <laughs> right. Then he came back by me and he shot me a quick look and he said, what do you guys hate me? And, I went, <laughs> and immediately my whole vibe went into like, and I was like, oh yeah. my God. And then I went nuts. I'm like, did I skip verse three? Did I skip a verse? What the hell is going on? And so now I'm having this terrible internal dialogue. Because wow. it's time oh, yeah. for the bridge, the, the the next big explosion before the change. And I looked at Rouse, and I looked at you, and I was like, what happened? Right. And you guys looked at me like, I thought everything was perfect. Right. That's what, I was so confused. And then at that Dude. moment, I'm like, is this the moment that our band implodes on stage? Because everybody had this, like, not anger at each other, but it was just like, what the hell is going on kind yeah, of a yeah. thing. And I'm like, oh, man. And then for the rest of the set, that was kind of, well, for it was in my head songs, too. It was really it, in my head. It was in my head for a couple of songs. And finally, I'm like, I got to get out of my own head. And I, honestly, as silly as this is, I saw my wife. Because she was like in that sweet spot right by the soundboard, which is that's my favorite spot at the crocodile. Like, because it seems like people kind of stay away from that banister thing, yep. the separator, so it's a little more room to breathe. Mm-hmm. And I saw her just smiling, and I'm like, "This is a good show, man. I can't, oh, yeah. I can't let this, I can't let well, this." Yeah, get whatever under my you guys skin. are freaking out about, Did, no one knew. No, no one, one knew. No, no one but, in the crowd had any idea. But for me, you know, it's it's try, the really it was even discussed at soundcheck. I was like, look. I am not, what, what I'm going to do is I won't even look at the band. I will not look to you guys unless yeah. it's time for a change. I will keep eyes front. I'll be right. performing and jamming. But if I look to you, that means it's time to change. Because it's such a repetitive song. But oh. there's, like, there's like three oh my God. Yeah. Like cool <laughs> moments that, that really, when, when you hit them, they yeah. sound glorious. Yeah. yeah. And I, you know, and I talked to Travis after. Honestly, for me, it was once Travis started riffing on stage and I realized, Oh, he was just in the moment. He's not mad at all. He's having a great show. Yeah. Everything's fine. Yeah. Then I was able to relax. And, but for yeah. like a song and a half, I was like, oh my <laughs> God. So I was on the same boat. You know, because wow. I, could, I could tell how frustrated he was. He literally was like, God, what do you guys hate me? Yeah. And I was like, oh no, 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 no. What just <laughs> yes. happened? What just happened? With, we hate your guts. Up to, oh, that, no. up to that moment, I was like, oh, oh we man. are killing this. Yeah. Um, but then he and I talked afterwards, and he was like, dude, I swear I sang that part. Because I've got that whole structure so beaten into my head because yeah. uh, you know we were having trouble. You're the quarterback of that song. Yeah. yeah. And, and I was like, brother, I swear to you on my soul, this is where I was, then this happens, then this happens, and this happens. He's like, bro, I sang that part. And I mean, I'd like to watch game film. I still haven't seen video of that song. If anyone has it, can they because post it? If anyone has any video of us performing, please post it on Bruiser Brody's Facebook page. Yeah. Because I want to grab a lot of the footage and make a music video of one of our songs. Well, there was a couple people footage. out there doing the old videoing. So oh, I saw a ton. Yeah, hopefully. I always wonder, where do these videos go? Oh, they're sitting at home g- uh, giggling because they have it. And we right. Don't. I'm like, <laughs> I, you know, I keep checking the Facebook and I'm like, well, someone's going to post this video that they took. No. Yeah, post yeah. it on the, on the fan, on the well, fan I, page. I want to watch it just yep. I only want it's, I'm not interested in being right I just want to I just want to know <laughs> I just want to know did I, did I get lost because I was f- so focused yeah you are so focused on really locking that in 
And to my recollection, and I discussed it with Travis. We laughed and hugged it out. It's all super good. I mean, he was just over at my house the other night. I mean, oh, yeah. everything's beyond cool. I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea. But <laughs> for me, it's important to do my job and do it well. And when he walked past me in that moment when he's supposed to be singing that low subdued blah, 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 picture, I went, okay, he's tired. I know he just got over a cold. He's just taking a breather. Just we'll work this part instrumental. Yep. Yep. And I even thought, maybe I'll go sing it in case he's lost. And I went, Glenn, he's not lost. Don't, you know, just be ready for the next big burst because after that you have to cue the band for the change. Mm -hmm. And that's when he came back by me and was like, God, what do you guys hate me? <laughs> and I was like, no. Oh, dude, my, no. my sky fell. No. I was like, oh, my God. And then you're asking yourself a million questions. And yeah. my, my biggest fear was, did I sk somehow skip verse three? Yeah. Did I skip verse three? And now I'm going through the arrangement in my head. I'm like, no, because we hit the E major D part. We hit it. We hit that. So that only happens at the end of verse three. The whole band hit it. We were on cue. What is happening? Oh, dude, tailspin, right? But it's funny that these are the thoughts that are going on as like, I'm just yeah. same thing. Like, we're, we're still playing the song. Yeah, how but the hell do like, you keep time when that's going oh on? Oh, my God. It, it's so weird. But then, <laughs> so that was a moment. Some would say I don't, Brev. That, that was a moment that I experienced on stage. And then you go back to all those photos. Yeah. And th that's why I even shared that story. You see all those photos, and it's like, my God, that's what people were seeing. Yeah, because mm -hmm. I was up there doing algebra, <laughs> and you see these photos, these Just photos, panicking. and the whole band is. There's one Savoya got where every member what of the like band Zeppelin, is just yeah. like it's one of those photos you look at and you're like, that has to be posed. They posed right when, when Travis is hunched <laughs> over. Yeah. my mm -hmm. arm has a stick in the oh, air. Yeah. Jeff we're, and I are like everyone's it, doing their rock star pose. Dude, yeah, and so it was beautiful. Travis sent this. We were all te texting back and forth on the group thread for a day or so after the show. And, you know, it was one of these, my God, have you seen these photos? My God, have you seen these photos? And finally, Travis gets on there and he's like, man, have you seen this group, this most recent group of Savoya shots? He was like, I just want to say, you guys are consummate professionals. You guys are pure entertainers. I've never been on stage with a band like that. Are you seeing these photos? Oh, my yeah. God. So I go out and find the photo album. I went through that entire album Dude. looking at each photo individually just because how so cool much it to was. look at it was yeah. it was honestly you know so the lights it the really posing. made me feel great like <laughs> that was our band and none of that was conscious like that's that's literally the reason why i shared that whole uh, cure cover story because in my head that's what's happening you see these photos and we just, we did look like we're just owning the music it, it was killed Lost it the music. was absolutely yeah. even yeah. even when we were going oh my god what's happening it was absolutely killed oh, and yes. everyone i talked to was completely <laughs> captivated the audience was Dude, it was really exciting like, to feel that like I, lo I i i love the album i've loved your album like ever since i got to hear the little tidbits and stuff yeah. like that but when you did pictures of you and i'm just Goosebumps again, just yeah. thinking about it. Nice. Like I had to actually go and download Disintegration again. Yeah, I've been, I've been listening to the started album it. all the way through, just over and over and over because of how good that effing album is. Yeah, it's and great. You guys, you, it's so good. Like what you I guys did out there was fantastic. It, our cover of it's, it's really true to the good. original, but it, it, it it's not like we're trying to sound like the original. Yeah, it ain't no Weezer well, cover. We, we don't no. have. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we don't have synths going for us, wow. but or chimes. We're lucky. No, ch okay, so no chimes. <laughs> yeah, but uh. Other than that, JT is a very textural guitarist in that he really, really knows how to use he, the things he does using a delay pedal and a volume pedal. Those layers are yeah. gorgeous. And so, you know, right away, you got a guy like JT Phillips is going to create all this body and texture. And so, when we got into covering it, I went and learned all the root sections and then did my best to kind of ape the, the synth sound they're using has a real slow phase on it. So, I got my pedals to kind of mirror what the synth would have done, but also perform the guitar parts. And then I washed that out with a good bit of delay as well. 
So between JT and I, we create enough of a yep. bed mm-hmm. that you don't really miss the no, synthesizers. at all. Because JT and I go so textural with that on guitars, and I think that's what makes our cover of it. I mean, I'm really proud of it. Yeah, I can't wait it's to see um, it. I'm really, really, really proud of it, I hope that next man. time we go in the studio to record what will hopefully be a second record, we'll also lay that one to tape, because I think it's a, it's a song that I think we should definitely commit to tape. Oh, it's yeah. a cool version. I think there's something special about what we do with it, and it's a, it's a fun cover. Yeah, it's great, man. And, and I Best literally- part, oh, real quick- some woman comes out to me, just like, your set was amazing, blah, blah, blah. She's like, and I just got to say, I am the biggest Depeche Mode fan, and that <laughs> cover. <laughs> really? And I'm just looking at her, and I'm like, thanks. Thanks. Oh, my gosh. That means a lot. She's like, no, you don't understand. Like, I grew up obsessing over Depeche Mode. That is my band. And you guys covered their song, and I'm just like, thanks so much. And my wife's like. You guys covered Depeche? I'm like, no. no. Like, we, we covered The Cure. I just didn't feel like so, I didn't want to devastate right, her night. Yeah. What you're going to do next show is we'll, we'll, we'll cover like Red Dress or something off a of Violator. Oh, nice. And then she'll come up That's and say, good album too. I am the biggest Cure fan. <laughs> and the fact that you covered Red Dress tonight, <laughs> you know, when Travis was like, put it on. Oh, I dude. just lost my mind. I'm the biggest <laughs> Cure fan. <laughs> I could not stop internally laughing. I was just like, oh, thank man. you. That you know, that means a lot coming from a, a hardcore. A fan, no, I've, I've shared this because this, ha- this happens. Yeah, I've, I've shared yeah, this before. Absolutely. Years and years ago, um, before Tony was in window pain, when we would cover <laughs> War Pigs, sorry, um, we would go into this breakdown thing, and I would do the Jimmy Page violin bow yes. thing, and it would drive the, the audience would go nuts for the this. pictures. I remember are always so badass, and yeah, and mainly to me it was like. I haven't seen anyone do this on stage unless they're in a Zeppelin tribute. And as an entertainer, mm-hmm. I wonder if this will be entertaining. It wasn't a, you know, I'm going to show off thing. It was, I wonder it's if cool. people will enjoy this. All right. And I did it and people went nuts for it. I'm like, okay, so we started doing it at our, in our shows. And I remember a show specifically, it was the same kind of thing. This really sweet girl came up. She's like, oh my God, that violin bow thing was incredible. Where did you get the idea for that? I'm like, oh, I'm a huge Led Zeppelin fan. She's like, I am the biggest Led Zeppelin fan. They're one of my favorite bands. I I love it. And I was like, hmm, Mm. sweet. I'm like, well, that's that's what it's all about. (laughs) And she kind of nodded in confusion, but it was the same thing. She's like, I'm the biggest Led Zeppelin fan. I'm like, well, then you would know this. Surely you know that. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It was it was identical. That'd be like if I rocked one of those see-through orange. Ludwig kits, which I wish I had the money to afford because I would. Yeah. But if I was rocking that, and then someone came over, he's like, "The drum set was amazing." And I've like, always loved the Scorpions, right? Or, <laughs> or like, oh, yeah, I was like, yeah, clearly because I love Bonham. That's why. And he's like, "I love Bonham too," not realizing. Well, yeah, if yeah. you're a fan of Bonham, you're gonna have that drum kit. That's, that's why sticks. I bought the that's, orange Luddies, I mean, and that's why I'm playing a 26 inch kick. Right. That's why I yeah, play a, yeah. a, a four piece, or I should be actually uh, get the other drum for the two bass, the two floor times. But that's why Ooh. I have a Ludwig 70s. Ludwig kit with a 24-inch kick drum is a lot of it is a nod to John Bonham. Sure, sure. I mean, man. anyone who does that, it's doing it as a nod to John I Bonham. I thought the what, was the orange one a 26. I thought it, it was oh, no, one it of the was. big dumb ones. I yeah, just, it's hard to find a 26-inch bass no, drum. No, Morrison had that 26, and Paul yeah. Hudson, our sound guy, yeah. hated it. Most sound people hate <laughs> anything like, that's bigger than twenty-two. How am I supposed to get that thing to cut? We're like, it yeah. looks cool, and he's like, yeah, I know it looks cool, but how am I going to get that to cut through a mix? No, I remember you're good at this. Figure it out. <laughs> I remember the first time I went to a studio, like, oh, a twenty-four inch kick, huh? I'm like, yeah, it sounds big. Twenty-fours like, are the bomb. I agree, but apparently, even recording with those, it's a pain in the ass because of how big they are. Really? And I'm just like, figure it out. Well, I mean, when we did the last window pane record, the Sean had his twenty-six, which we used on one of the ballads, but everything else. 
24. Was a 24 by 18. Yep, yep. And it was magic. Yep. Because the 22s punch really hard, but they they don't have that oof that yep. the 24 has, man. A 24 yep. by 20 or 24 by 18 is like... Balls. Oh, it's, it's perfect. Balls. Somebody balls. figured something out. And yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, let me see what time I got. Okay, I still got about 15 or so minutes, so that's cool. Uh, let's do a couple of emails. Oh, yeah. Yes. And thank you again for people who came out to the yeah, Crocodile. thanks, everybody. so much really, fun. Really, truly, thank you all so Hopefully much. Hopefully we'll do more Depeche Mode covers in the future. <laughs> so, read the... Re- What's that? To reach out and touch faith. Oh yeah, personal Jesus. Yeah, really? Everyone, you should personal Jesus. But yeah, you a, should look. I, actually, Master and Servant would be pretty good. cool. I think Master and Servant would. be I need pretty to listen good to too. Violator again. The yes. Violator record. That's, it's funny. That's I, actually the only Depeche Mode record I like. That's the only one you need. That was the one I bought. Yeah. And it, in truth, now this was about a decade ago, but I dusted it off and put it in because there was a there was a time when I was like it was all I listened to. Yeah. And I put it in, and I was like, I it, it bummed me out. I couldn't connect with it. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, like that I was sucks. like, I was like, oh, oh man, man maybe I where, won't download Where's it again. that switch? You know, <laughs> well, I might listen to it again and be like, there we go. But in that moment in time, yeah, the switch didn't get thrown. Where I was like, oh my god, I love this. I was like, huh, I used to really be into this. Yeah, and now and just I couldn't connect with it. But I'd be down to cover it. Dep- I was stoked when this band discussed. We already are covering, covering the Depeche Mode. <laughs> oh right, right, right. right. Yes. Well, maybe we should cover the Cure at some yes. point. Yes, yes. Or Susie and you the Banshees. Ooh, yes. that would be sick. Actually. My old band covered Staircase. <laughs> It would be cool. As, as long as it's not just Peekaboo. It's the only, oh. it's the only song anybody knows from there. Hated that song. Yeah. Actually, I really dig it. To this day, I still dig it. I just say Pikachu every time. There's so much ear candy. Yeah. yeah. If, if you listen to it, listen to the production value. I mean, they're doing filters. <laughs> they're doing filters on her voice. Yeah. Almost yeah. every other measure, there's something sonically Plus happening. Plus, it's got that, that weird accordion type thing or the, yeah. the hurdy gurdy type sound. Yeah, and I swear they're, they're times they're pulling it backwards through a filter and yeah, her, her yeah, voice yeah, will yeah. go from like megaphone AM radio to full voice and I, I, I think if anything uh, <laughs> I dig the pr- the production value on that too yeah, yeah. and so when it comes on the radio I'm like oh, nice you although know? if we did cover Staircase nice. we would make it full circle for my very first band my yeah no second band ever from high school we covered Faith No More's As The Worm Turns and or if we did any Susie and the Banshee song, we also covered Susie and the Banshees and we covered The Cure. So both of my one of my first bands and my current band would have covered three bands the same. Nice, see? weird. Yeah, I see. I, it, we did Killing an Arab, Staircase, and As the Worm Turns. Uh, when I was and full we, circle, yeah, man. Yeah, we thought it was funny because our our guitarist was uh, Arabian, and so we thought it was. <laughs> like, hey guys, can we maybe do something else? No, maybe not so much. No. He thought it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be playing like, yeah, you want to kill me? Let's try it. Oh, All right, let's check out a couple. Of, uh, we got this one email which I just wanted to get to. I think it's hilarious. He's like, Migs, you'll love this, and sent me a link. And it's somebody that said, I guess it was a Reddit thread, and it was a tweet that he sent me a link to this tweet. It says highlights from a classic Reddit post. I took psychedelic mushrooms and went to a WWE live event in Vancouver. Oh, geez. Like, so, uh, I've done shrooms in some interesting places, but I don't know if I necessarily would want to do them at a big, bombastic event like a wrestling I event. I kind of want to now after reading these Reddit posts. King's Dominion, Virginia, Yogi's Cave. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Paramount I, I went in, I disturbed. did not come out. <laughs> Kids were walking through with their parents, and I was in the corner, <laughs> like kind of quivering. Imagine if we went to Casa Bonita in uh, Denver. Casa Bonita is a trash pit. <laughs> I really hate that place. But the people diving? 
Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, I did I disturbed at the Paramount, and I've shared that story before. <laughs> I honestly felt like I just opened up the gates of hell and never even made it inside. Oh, Steve, I'm sorry. Like they opened the doors, and it was like, Rawr, and all the heat. I'm not going in there. I go, I'm leaving, and I, everyone's like, What? I'm like, I'm leaving. Can't do this. <laughs> and I left. <laughs> so here's some of the highlights. This guy who took mushrooms went to a WWE event. When I got into the arena, the opening match was already in progress, and literally everyone in the area is ch- in the arena is chanting Axel sucks for Curtis Axel. Okay. We can't figure out how to get to the floor and ended up walking up and down the stairs several times before we found our seats. <laughs> Next one. About the great Kali. Do you remember him? Yeah. He goes, my friend said his face is shaped like a Pringle on the great Kali. <laughs> Here's the one that made me laugh out loud. So there was, there was for a minute, there was a wrestler with uh, they were the Los Matadores and they had a uh, a little person as their like valet, mm-hmm. and his name was El Torito. And El he was, like, Torito, a little, and he was a high flying like midget or a little person. <laughs> so he says it was when Los Matadores came out around nine o'clock that I realized I was peaking. El Torito comes out and I begin screaming. I've never been as excited as anything in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> I can't put into words the elation I am experiencing watching him run down the rampway. I feel like millions of years of human evolution in history have led me to this. <laughs> Your highly evolved brain has just broke That's itself. incredible. Your third eye is pried way too far open, bro. Yep. You want to know how you know other people in the room have done mushrooms? They laughed at that story. Yeah. Because I think we can all picture the screaming part. <laughs> Man, it just reminds me. Just it's just the the dumbest time ever. Uh, taking shrooms was going to the softball game and thinking oh my that I gosh. could play softball. That cracked my s up. Oh man, it's uh, challenging. Yeah. Well, we didn't even get to it. It flooded out, and I had to go to a Mexican restaurant Dude, and just sit there and try to be normal. We were. And I just watched him and laughed. We were yeah. doing a three set show at a place called the Outback in Kaiser, West Virginia, and a buddy of mine. Aerial quotes hooked me up <laughs> by putting three hits in my beer. Oh, nice! Congratulations! I was oh. I was doing three sets, and at the beginning of the that second cool. set, it kicked in. Yeah. yeah, and I was to rip in balls. And after after the set, I'm like, How'd it go? Oh, I played my my backside off, but he was like, Hey, bro, <laughs> do you like that beer? And I'm like, I'm going to effing kill you. Yeah, yeah. you can surprise me. And he was, but he was like, Dude, I, he was like, I thought you, I thought you dig it. I, and I'm like. If I knew. I'm like, do you know how hard it is to do what I do on acid? You know how they talk about Jimi Hendrix had hits of acid under his headband? I highly doubt it, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I gotta get, <laughs> my guitar strings feel like razor wire under my fingers, man. Oh. And he's like, dude, I'm really sorry. I'm like, I love you. I'm not mad. Just don't ever do that again. He thought he was hooking me up. Yeah. And dude, we were covering songs like Fade to Black and stuff. And I had Yikes. to keep track of all that. Plus, I was singing and playing all the solos. It was challenging. I've played rock band on shrooms, and it is very oh, challenging. Oh, so you can relate. Absolutely. Yes. I've Honestly, never played drums on shrooms. It was just as, I'm sure it was just as hard, dude. My arms, kinda want to, my arms were jello. Like, it was the weirdest thing, and I was oh. vibing with it, and it was a lot of fun, but it was also, like, I couldn't imagine actually playing an instrument, oh, dude. performing for people. Like, in front I'm, of people. Yeah, I'm that, in my house. That I don't was care. All, all covers, so I had to remember all those lyrics, Oof. all those arrangements, right. all those guitar solos, oh. and there was... Yeah, a couple, 300 people there. <laughs> um, and Damn, Yeah. I think of McCready. I remember he told a story once of back in his days when he wasn't sober. And he, I think he was on mushrooms for dropping the park. 
if I remember correctly. Was it a bad idea? <laughs> he says there was a point where he looked down and it was just a sea of brown and everybody was melting. Oh, and he's like, oh and he looked no. His hands and his hands were like melting. I don't know if it was drop in the park, but it was some outdoor festival the show. And he was just like, it was insane. Never again. Never yeah. again. Yeah. And at least he was playing songs that he probably played a billion times. It if you're like lucky, covers. muscle memory, like I think probably muscle memory carried me through that. Because I know I've done shows yeah. completely blacked out. Sure. And people are like, that was the best show I've ever seen. Yeah. You know? And Thank I'm like, you. damn, I wish I'd have seen it. You <laughs> know what I mean? video it. I wish I'd been there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, dude. So, yeah, muscle memory sometimes can save you. We got a message from Alanda, uh, 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 the MigsCast at gmail.com. She says, hey, guys. Uh, or yeah, uh, I've said it before and I'll say it again. You guys are the best. I totally feel the depression and anxiety. Thank you for being so open and honest about your issues. Makes me feel like I'm not alone. I know tomorrow is uh, in Canada to do that bell let talk it's mm-hmm. an opportunity for just people to like hey don't be afraid to speak out if you're dealing with some stuff um but yeah so that's something that's obviously near and dear to all of us yeah. with what every that we battle in our own heads and i trust me i'm in the middle of one myself with some stuff and it's it's sometimes it's nice to know that you're not alone in realizing that you're at war with your own mind. No doubt, if that Absolutely. makes sense. Yeah, yeah so you're tomorrow, definitely not alone. Tomorrow is a pretty powerful day. I know. Um, I just saw news like some girl that we knew in radio. Uh, she died at the age of 38, and I was like, after I read some more Facebook posts, it sounds like it was because of really she she, she battled some some issues and took her own life, and it's just such a bummer. It was a Vegas radio personality, oh, and I'm not exactly man. sure if that's exactly what happened, but from the stuff that I'm reading, it seemed like that was how she went out, and it's just unfortunate. Like Again, you don't know when you see somebody on the surface, they look like they're the on top of the world, Yeah, and you just don't know what they're going through. So and, just keep that in the back of mind when you're like being a dick to somebody. And I think one of the biggest things also on that is, I mean, Copper. It's, a, I mean it's a super good I point. I was going to say, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> I can't believe, I was literally like, do I, no, Justin's talking, don't even say it, Justin's Talking. Oh, people say. <laughs> and then you said that I'm like, you've got to be kidding me, man. <laughs> and it's, but one of the big things also is how, how social media forces this weird perception of everyone's having a great fun time because you're literally looking at one little snapshot of somebody's life at one moment that they've put together to make look awesome. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking at all of those and comparing your life to that. You're not seeing everybody else's issues. Everybody has issues. And so you need to make sure and realize that. And it's not like, oh, people are, you know, doing better than you. They're just they're putting that face forward. Regarding that, I mean, I definitely with social media, I do not share any darkness. No. I mean, I really No, same here. And the reason is there was a time when I did. And the number of people that would private message me or comment literally now concern oh my god are you okay are you all right is there anything you need is there anything right i would go jesus i can't i can't do this to them yeah i can't i don't want people to be concerned just because i'm really having a hard time i don't want to so literally my filter is is a mile high no matter what i'm going through i don't even get on there and go like f this day I, I, I yeah. if you go back through my social media either, news feed, yeah. you won't see. If you find something like that, it's got to be years old. Yep. I just don't do that. No. Yeah. Whenever you post, it's a it's a brick. It's a long it's a oh, long post. Well, but you know, and sometimes they're worth the read. Usually, I try oh, yeah, and tell a funny yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. But I, I always know I'm going to read your stories because they always have some great 
journey that you take us on. Well, and I try. You're, you're, you know, you're great with your words. That's no, part of why. I, I mean part that. of why. Thank you. Thank yeah, you very yeah. much. It means a lot to it's me. Like it's, maybe you should like write songs and stuff. I don't yeah, know. Right. No, but I, I do. I love <laughs> telling stories. Yeah. And man, but, when I do write those bricks and I see the comments, like you have no idea how much I needed yeah. it today, or Jesus, that made my day, or dude, now I have to go explain to everyone in my office why I was laughing. That so. It, you know, instead of causing someone to be concerned for me, even though I might be having a really hellish time, what I did was made 400 people laugh. Yeah. Ah. Do I have a friend on mm-hmm. Facebook you know? that she's That's an awesome, a goal. It's a goal. Her name's Alex. And every morning she, or whenever she gets on Facebook, she just writes a, a quick post. Just like, and it's, it seems like, you know, it's super happy go lucky, but like, I understand where she's coming from. She's like, hey, just to let you know, I care about you. I love you. Yeah. Not to me. You like, see to those. Her yeah, fun, just see, yeah. And, and every time I read it, I'm just like, that's cool. Like, you uh, just put a smile on my face and you have no idea. I, I keep meaning to tell her that, but like, she's like just a good person. And you could tell like something happened in her world where she maybe felt, okay, I need to let people yeah, know throw that, that out there. There's somebody. In your world that does care if you don't think there are, there is. And I know I'm battling right now. Like, okay, just for a quick and now, like, uh, on Friday night, I got to wrestle at uh, 3 one Battle. Finally nice. in that room. It was kind of a cool moment. It was part of the Battle Rumble. as a surprise entrance. And nice. I come out and the place just explodes. And it was such an – I didn't even hear it. I had to watch the video back because you almost become narrow focus. When, once you walk out, you – they're making noise, but I don't see it. It's go I don't time. hear it. It's yeah. just like you're in your head doing uh, your right. thing. Yeah, I get but it. I'm just feeling that moment. So I go in there, and man, I could have not sucked more. Like everything that could go wrong did, in my eyes. Other people said, "Oh, it was fine. It was fine." But you know, I, I one of the things I'd like to be able to wrestle more at three to one battle. But it's not my call. You know what I mean? It's yeah. one of those things where it's like so you're worried no different maybe in a band. I, I like to play the show box. It's not your call. You hope that you get booked. Uh, and I'm there all the time, and I'm training, and I'm trying, and I'm trying to like get that opportunity. And then, you know, I see the next list of the show with everyone who's wrestling, and I'm not on it. And I'm like, you know, I see the guy that does the booking. It's nothing he's doing wrong. It's just, and I'm sure it's nothing he's even thinking. But I'm like, man, I don't think I'm ever going to get that opportunity. Even though when I do go out there, people react. It's yeah. just, but my performance was bad in my head, and it's just, it's been killing me for the last few days. And I'm like, sure. and I'm finally had to hit a point where I'm like. This guy's not even like he's nothing he's doing is of ill will. The bookers or the booking committee are not out to get me. It's just that there's no need for me at this moment, maybe. Yeah. There's no use for me. And who knows? Maybe in four weeks I'll be on a show. I don't it's know. It's an interesting thing where But it's tough on the brain. Sometimes yeah. Yeah. you feel that to a degree where you actually go ahead and bring it up. And people go, Oh dude. Oh yeah. I'm sorry you even thought that. I always Because the reality is you and you go. Wow, but then that's that thing that triggers that thing in me that says, Jesus, man, you, for all of the things you overcome, you're still kind of mentally ill. Oh, God, dude, I know and, that. And, and yeah. anymore, when it comes to me reacting or responding or taking action, I generally um, turn to other people yep. and say, I need you to check me on this. I've done that with you. I seriously, I need, Tell me if I'm I need crazy. you to check yeah, me on this. Am I out of line on this? Yes. You know? yeah. I've said that legit, the exact same line to mm-hmm. God dude, before. Dude, I, I went through a really yeah. hard time. It was a really, really, really terrible thing. And I won't go into too much detail, but it was like a two day chainsaw to my soul. Mm-hmm. Um, Wesley, who had been playing with me forever in the project that is going yeah. to go in the studio, his availability was, you know, just shot to hell, and he really couldn't lock up, and I ended up having to postpone studio dates and reschedule things, and finally it came to a point where I was like, this isn't going to work. We're going to have to replace him. Yeah. And, and he's a sweet guy. He's a loving guy. It's not like that. It's just that I had too much going on, and when I got to that point, 
Um, I sat and talked to Tawny, my wife, for a while, and I hit up Jeff Eason, and I was mm-hmm. like, dude, I need you to check me on this. Yeah. And they, Jeff was like, dude, I'm surprised you waited this long. You know, this is sadly something we're going to have to do. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, it tore me apart to have to do sure. it. And honestly, it did, you had a certain vision. It, and it didn't go well. Oh. Um, it was really pretty bad. Um, yeah. But it's, these things happen. But, yeah, it's one of those things where when I'm responding to anything, like, I don't always, because I always say sometimes I can't tell what's happening. And I literally mean that. I don't trust what I'm perceiving. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know what's yeah. happening. Mm-hmm. And I have to turn to people near me and say, you know, look, I'm kind of effed up. This is how I'm feeling. Is that on point or am I crazy? And sometimes yeah. it's, oh, dude, you need to, you, you're way off the mark. Right. And I'm like, okay, thank you. Right. <laughs> no, it's important. <laughs> thank you, like, you know? Instead yeah, of both, internalizing yeah. it. And both ways are a relief. It's just it is, talking it is. about it and it figuring is. it out. It's like yeah. either, okay, I'm overreacting or however you're reacting or no, I'm in line. Mm-hmm. All right. And now you know how to deal with it and yeah, move forward. Yeah, and that's the biggest know. thing right there. Oh, and it's, it's funny. Just, sometimes I own my own but my own brain will say, "Nope, let's talk about this, Steve," uh-huh. because I'll be like, "I just want to, I just want to wrestle for three to one battle. Like, I just really want to have a match there. I want to have that moment with that crowd." And like, I've been there for two years, just showing up and busting my ass and trying. And like, I just want that opportunity not to be a surprise in a battle rumble or not to make like a two minute appearance here or there. Like, actually have something go on. And then, I, then my brain's like, "Hey, Steve, remember they were about to use you for something pretty cool, but then you got injured." And I'm like, "That's right. They're not out to get me." Yeah, see, like yeah. these th- yeah. circumstances happen and then like once but my when injury happened when I have you to know, go dark dude yeah. when your mind goes dark your perception it's nuts dude. is dramatically yeah. affected yeah. by that and that's why i say i can't always tell what's real it's the best way i can think of to sum it up because what i see as truth mm-hmm. like this is the obvious truth sometimes is not and yeah. that's why i think the whole and bell let's talk thing is so important because it's hey talk it out yeah say it yeah. to somebody that Absolutely. you trust well you get on the other side or of the situation in that and look world. back and go yeah. Oh wow! I was having a dark spell and I didn't even realize it. Yeah, that's the scary one. Is yeah. when you like two weeks later you look back and go, "Whoa! Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it, man. But my my compass was broken. Yeah. I didn't know that at the time." And you it's know? funny. Like even like I post the video of my performance from uh, you know. Of course, I edited out the parts that I was very insecure about. My <laughs> <laughs> man, it makes sense. Why wouldn't you? No, I had no. I actually I needed to make it fit a minute in that Instagram video. Yep. That's the real yep, reason. Exactly. Well, but I mean, people post <laughs> you're living the dream, and in my head I'm like, no, I'm not, man. I'm in a nightmare. Like, but I I know like like oh no, you're right. Like these are freaking oh, I cool get it. moments. I, of course I get it. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I know nuts. we all do, dude. So uh, yeah, to to. To to was it to Londa? Uh, I, I I'm glad that us talking helps you realize yeah. that you're not the only one that has these far, struggles. Far from mm-hmm. alone. And oddly enough, right when you message that uh, the struggles are there. I, we'll have to get to the other ones uh, next week. I have to go uh, have a meeting with the boss. Oh, fine. Uh, but I just want a quick shout out to Alex because he did ask um, how many emails are too many to you guys in a week because he sent a few and he, I haven't, we haven't responded to any oh, of them. Man. Alex, <laughs> we'll do an email spectacular next week. Will we? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet you. <laughs> But Alex C, I'm talking to you. We've got your emails, and there are there's never a limit to how many you can send, man. Uh, your your emails are awesome, and hopefully we'll get to them at some point. Oh, it, it, only because you mentioned Canada, I want to mention my man. Oh, is it Rich? Canada. Yeah, Rich. Ritual. Yes, Rich. Rich brought down Timbits to the crowd. You were so stoked. You were so insane. Well, I took him backstage, and people were like, "Dude, Yoink. well, no, it was funny because he's standing there talking." And to he Rich. brought cider. Thank you for the cider. Nice. I was talking to him for a minute, and he was standing there. He's just wearing a leather jacket. We chatted for a moment. I was at a table. He was standing up, and then I was like, "Dude, well, you know, join us. Sit down." And 
I don't know where he produced those Timbits like a magician would produce <laughs> yeah. a rabbit. And they're in a box. He was wearing a leather jacket. I wasn't aware of anything else. And he was like, I brought these. I was like, how did you do that? It's amazing. <laughs> and so, dude, I love you. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thank you, Rich. And, and they were backstage. You came up. And you're like, I got Timbit. I'm like, as soon as I saw you, I go, I saw Rich. He said, you have Timbit. As I'm saying, Tim. <laughs> Glenn pulling him out. I got Timbits. I'm like, yes. My wife, who's vegan, of course, doesn't eat them, but she's like, let me just try a bite. I just want to know what the hell. Why are you guys so excited? She has a bite. She goes, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> this, is que- this is making me question being vegan. Oh, I'm like, I told wow. you, Timbits are the best donut holes yeah. ever. Yeah, so that's awesome. Yeah, no, backstage, that whole dialogue began of, you know, if Tim Hortons was down here, man, Starbucks would be in trouble. And I was like, this whole thing. Man. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, bro, I just wanted to say thanks for that. And to everyone who made the Crocs so special, it's, uh, you know, it's you. You just kind of come from this place of I can't believe that that's going on, and so really, we had it we had Glenn and I had a moment at, right before the end of the night, and even I think Edgy might have been a part of it at some point. Like just how cool that was the the experience of what it was like, and then it then tailed off into how many cool people we met that listened to this podcast yeah. and the, the the stories that they shared, and just the the, the the emotion that they have for what we do was was. It's beyond touching. It's, it's beyond it's words. It's just amazing, man. And I know that yeah. sounds kind of like, you know, cheesy, but it's true. No. Like, I, I don't know. I don't have any words. Like, when someone comes up to my wife and says something really cool and talks to her about the impact that our podcast has had on her, not the morning show, not anything else, just this podcast, it's like, damn, I don't know what we're doing, but it seems like we're doing something okay with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's cool. It's really, it's really cool. All right. We'll be back next week. Yeah. Our big email spectacular <laughs> that we won't get to. <laughs> I'm sure we will. You got anything going on to pump? Man, uh, this coming weekend, I, I do the final pre-production <laughs> sessions, and then starting on Saturday the 9th, I will be making my record. Nice. And I swear to you, I cannot wait for you guys and everyone to hear I'm pumped. what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, it's I haven't been this excited creatively in a long, long time. So I'm excited, I, I'm man. really, really, really excited, man. And then hopefully uh, at some point we will get another show locked in for Bruiser Brody. Yeah, we'll, you know. I I came up with a drum part. I might even send it to you. Oh, yeah! I think it's cool. Cool. Okay. (laughs) I came up with it in my head, so I'm just gonna go on my electronic drum set and record it. Yeah, shoot it to me. Yeah, it'd be kind of fun to see what we could create out of it. Yeah. yeah. So, email us at gmail.com, two five three two seven one four seven eight seven. That's our phone line for voice messages and text messages. We're on Twitter at the Mixcast. Rarely ever check it, but (laughs) hey, thanks again for coming out to the Crocodile. And as always, please stay positive. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.